This is Rush to Reason. You are going to shut your damn yapper and listen for a change because I got you pegged, sweetheart. You want to take the easy way out because you're scared. And you're scared because if you try and fail, there's only you to blame. Let me break this down for you. Life is scary. Get used to it. There are no magical fixes. With your host, John Rush. My advice to you is to do what your parents did. Get a job first. You haven't made everybody equal. You've made them the same, and there's a big difference. Let me tell you why you're here. You're here because you know something. What you know you can't explain, but you feel it. You felt it your entire life, that there's something wrong with the world. You don't know what it is, but it's there. It is this feeling that has brought you to me. Are you crazy? Am I? Or am I so sane that you just blew your mind? It's Rush to Reason, brought to you by Absolute Electrical Heating and Air, with your host, John Rush. All right, I am your host, John Rush, Rush to Reason, KLZ 560. We've got a guest that's supposed to be joining us here that we were waiting to call, but Charlie's going to go ahead and try to call her instead. Um, I had another text message that came in from somebody asking on the EV end of things really quick since I was on that topic a moment ago. How do the temperatures like, you know, Vegas and Arizona affect the battery of an EV? And I just responded to that. I, I don't know. I've never been in, you know, temperatures above the 9,500 degrees we have here. And frankly, at that, at that temperature, it doesn't affect mine really at all. I would think, though, when you start getting above those, you know, 100-degree marks in, in, like, Vegas and Arizona, yeah, I, I think you're going to see some degradation in the battery. Probably not like you would in the cold, but I'm guessing you'll see a, you know, 15, I don't know, 10 to 15 percent, you know, range reduction, I would think. Again, I don't own, I've never driven my vehicle, I own it, but I've not driven my vehicle in those particular areas to know that exactly. Sally Pipes, so joining us now. Sally, welcome back to Rush to Reason. How are you? I'm well, thank you, and thank you for having me back. No, appreciate it. CEO of Pacific Research Institute and the Reconciliation Bill um, among other things, by the way, you know, we're, we're going through different things. We heard, you know, the president speak on this about a week or so ago. They're working on it through the Senate and, and we're, you know, part of this, I should say, and, and I talked about this briefly last week, but I didn't get into the details of it, is to negotiate prescription drug prices for Medicare. Uh, explain what that means. Well, exactly. So as you, as everyone knows, the Build Back Better, I call it the Build Back Better bankruptcy plan. Exactly. Um, Thank down. you. Yes, that's exactly <laughs> Three trillion, it. $3 trillion. But of course, um, you know, uh, Ch- Senator Chuck Schumer has been just at the bit trying to get something new. And so he and finally he got Senator Joe Manchin from West Virginia to agree to the Inflation Reduction Act of 2022, which is part of the Senate Budget Reconciliation Package. And, of course, it's not an inflation reduction package at all. When you look at it, it's $739 billion in new taxes and $433 billion in new spending. Um, they say they will have a, um, a deficit reduction of $300 billion, but that never happens in government, nope, as you never. know. Um, but the, as part of this Inflation Reduction Act, is the, um, there's a provision that says that the, the federal government will save $288 billion a year by allowing Medicare to negotiate drug prices with the drug companies. And of course, this is, this is really, this is about price controls because the HHS negotiating Medicare drug prices with the drug companies means that they will, the government will determine what price they're willing to pay. And this, um, interestingly, 
HHS, Secretary of Health and Human Services right now, Mr. Becerra, former Attorney General of California, and very, very progressive, he would select the top 10 to 20 um, Medicare, the drugs that Medicare, that the government spends on Medicare each year. And this would start in 2026. And so they would set the price. Now, what would happen is that if a drug maker does not accept the price that the government's willing to offer them, they will have to pay a 95% penalty on all of their drug sales. So this is this is um, a, a price control uh, program that is going to hurt consumers. And in mm-hmm. fact, just today, the CBO came out and said the reconciliation bill will raise drug prices significantly. And, and um, um, uh, Thomas Phillipson from the University of Chicago, former head of the congressional uh, um, CEO, um, uh, um, uh, Council of Economic Advisors has said that these drug price controls will um, reduce research and development in American pharmaceuticals by $660 billion through 2039, and we will have 135 fewer drugs. And as you know, uh, John, America is where all of these drugs are developed, and we have to keep the, the pipeline open. And this, if this reconciliation bill passes and they, this is included, this provision, it's going to destroy the market for innovation and destroy the pharmaceutical biologic industries. And as much as some folks don't like them, and you know everybody I think at times has issues with you know, drug prices and things along those lines, Sally. And, and I do I do feel, and I'm sure you would agree, that, you know, there there is some other ways to fix and do some things along those lines. The reality is this is not one of them. I'm with you. This is not good. This is just going to shut down uh, not only R&D on, you know, some current drugs that are out there, maybe even getting close to coming to market. They may very well just say, you know what, we, we, we're just, we'll just quit manufacturing. There's not going to be enough profit in that one to manufacture anymore. We'll just stop. Well, exactly. I mean, when you, if you analyze it, first of all, I think it's very important to, to note that drug price inflation over the past year was only 2.5%. It's lower than inflation than in regular inflation. costs gotcha. and what you're paying for regular got, inflation. Got and so that is very, very um, important. And, you know, as I say, we, we are the prime developer of all the new right. um, CAR-T therapies, the cancer drugs. I mean, we need to keep these... I, I don't know about you, but I want to be able to have access to the best if I develop cancer or Alzheimer's Agree. or any of these conditions. Well, and and I think too, Sally. I think again, this is where I you know I try to be as reasonable. It's part of our name, trying to be as reasonable as possible. And I I am not one to say that every drug company out there is evil or every drug is evil, and that you know the only reason they're doing it is for pure profit. No, I think there's some really good. I know some of these people that work in that industry. I've met them. I know them personally. They are doing their best to save lives and do things to help people on down the road. And no, they are not inherently evil by any way, shape, or form. Have some evil things come from things? And, well, there's evil things that come from every industry that's out there, Sally. There, you know, Men are evil inherently as, as, as far as that goes. And so, yes, there's always going to be some of those things that happen in every single industry. On the same token, I kind of feel like, especially the, the, the politics, politicians, White House included, they will pick certain drugs, insulin, for example. They'll t- pick a certain drug and talk about the, you know, the profit that is in that particular drug. And it's almost like and the American public labels every other drug out there in exactly the same manner. And I feel like there's times they pick and choose the maybe the, the, the examples that are the most inflated so that they can get their cause passed when, in fact, that's not the, that, that's not the case across the board. Well, it, absolutely, and we're seeing that with the insulin issue right now, trying to control 
uh, the cost <clears throat> the cost of insulin. People, you know, many people that you know don't have drug coverage through their employer um, are eligible for all the, the drug companies and pharma have all of these programs for people who are on limited incomes and and can't afford them. They have programs for people to get to get these drugs, whether it's insulin or whether it's a, a blood thinner or an Eliquis or whatever. So you know, there's a lot of um, 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 good. Um, stuff and good programs out there to help people. But, you know, the people, the progressives, whether it's Bernie Sanders or Chuck Schumer, they don't want the American people to know this. They just want to say, you're paying too much for your drugs. We need to um, negotiate, we need to, the government needs to be in charge of setting the prices. And of course, this, John, in my mind, is just another step Yep. towards what Bernie Sanders That's is right. pushing for, That's Medicare right. for all, all government. That's right. Well, and, and Sally, the other problem I have with the government entering into price control on anything is not only what you just said starts to happen, but then it feeds into other industries as well. You know, we've got a big issue right now with gas prices and, you know, people like it or not, it's still a supply and demand. That's how it works. We still need more supply. The more supply you have and the less demand, the price comes down. We, you know, it's just basic economics. But the last thing I want as a consumer in the United States of America and as a citizen is for the government to step in and control gas prices. I don't want that any more than I want them controlling drug prices because one leads to the other as far as I'm concerned. Well, you're absolutely right. And, you know, I mean, look at the fracking industry. Look at all the fossil fuels that we have in this country, and yet all these climate uh, people say we can't we can't develop these things. We can we can solve the the gas price problem by increasing supply. That's right. You know, practically overnight. That's right. But these people are so concerned they they just won't allow it to happen. Oh, we'll import you know oil and gas from Saudi Arabia and we'll open up the stabilization fund. This is ridiculous. We yes. need the market to work. I agree. You are spot on. How do folks learn more about what you guys have going on at the Pacific Research Institute, Sally? Thank you. Our website is www.pacificresearch.org. All my writings on healthcare and all of our work is on our website. Awesome. Sally, again, you're, you guys are welcome anytime. Always appreciate it very much. You always bring great information, and we, and we thank you very much for your time. Oh, great. Well, thank you. I enjoyed talking to you. You're so very welcome. Have a, have a great evening, and we appreciate it very much. And uh, she is spot on. Geno's Auto Services next. And again, at Geno's, don't forget about the AC special. We talked about AC when it comes to EVs and things like that, which I'll get back into in a moment. But at Geno's, they would love to take care of you, your vehicle, save you money at the pump, properly maintain your vehicle. 303-794-6700. Geno'sAutoService.com. And Geno's is with a J. Now is the time to take advantage of Geno's Auto Services Air Conditioning Recharge Special. We're off to a very hot start to summer here in Colorado. Refrigerant in your air conditioning systems needs to be able to absorb heat to cool your vehicle's interior. But refrigerant gets contaminants, evaporates, and breaks down over time. We use a cooling machine that takes out the refrigerant, cleans it, and we put it back, topping off with Freon at the right level. Stay cool this summer by making sure your system is up to date and ready for this year's summer heat. As members of Colorado, Auto Care will back it up with Napa's nationwide 36,000 miles or 36 months peace of mind warranty. Give us a call or go online to schedule an appointment. To make your life simpler, Geno's offers at Canyon. We invite you to check out all our Google reviews. Stop in or visit us online at genosautoservice.com. That's Geno's with a J. All right, Veteran Windows and Doors, Dave, have him out, have him look at what you've got going on in your home. He'll have suggestions on what you can or can't do or what you should do even for that matter. 303-529-0720. Dave, again, with Veteran Window and Doors as veteran-owned. Find him also at klzradio.com. 
When you first heard about Veteran Windows and Doors, you were excited about their company culture. Finally, a company that treats you like a real person, that doesn't employ pushy sales reps or the use of high-pressure sales tactics. You've worked with the big national companies that focus on making the most sales and getting their products installed as quickly as possible. And you knew, after just one experience, that Veteran Windows and Doors isn't concerned with being the most profitable window and door company. Everything they did came back to their sincere intention to add value, comfort, and energy efficiency to your home through products and installation that they stand behind. Don't pay twice as much with a national brand only to get a limited warranty. Pay an honest price and know your investment is covered for as long as you live in the home. Contact Veteran Windows and Doors at kldradio.com slash windows today or call 303-529-0720. That's 303 529 Group insurance analysts where they can take care of your health, which we just talked about a moment ago, business, your home, your auto, you name it, they can do it all. It's e-gia.com, the phone number 303-423-0162. Finding insurance can be confusing and picking the wrong plan can cost you thousands of dollars out of your pocket. You need an independent insurance broker to help you find the best coverage that fits your needs and at the very best premium. Call Paul Lenigro at GIA Insurance and his team of independent insurance specialists will help you find the right plan for your needs. As independent brokers, GIA Insurance does not work for any insurance company. They can shop the market and find you the best premium for the coverage that you need. GIA never charges fees and your premiums will never be any higher than going directly to the insurance companies or buying online. Receive the local hands-on service you don't get with a call center or going online. Whether it is your home, auto, Medicare, life, ACA health, or business insurance, GIA has got you covered. They have been doing this as independent brokers since 1984. Call 303-423-0162, extension 100, or go online to e-gia.com. Does your life seem hectic? Do you live paycheck to paycheck? Do you have trouble achieving your goals? John Rush can help you get your personal affairs in order by using his 40 years of knowledge and experience in the business, nonprofit, and coaching worlds. Your business or career is an extension of your daily life, and without success in your daily life, you can't make lasting improvements to your business, your nonprofit, or your career. Get your personal and or professional life dialed in with guidance from John Rush who is a small business owner and business-slash-life consultant. This unique offering gives you the chance to learn inside secrets of executive functioning directly from a successful professional and thought leader. The help you will gain in the planning of your personal affairs from John Rush is invaluable, especially if you own your own business. Remember, your business is an extension of you. Email John now to learn how he can help you. John at RushMediaInc.com. That's John at RushMediaInc.com. Get your life back today. This is Rush to Reason on KLZ 560. All right, I didn't have this in my notes, but I'll shift gears off of the EV topic for a moment or two. Brittany Griner. Am I saying the last name right, Charlie Griner? She is the basketball women's basketball pro that I've not kept up on all this because maybe I should care more, but 
I got other things to do, so I have not been following this story all that closely. But she was sentenced today to nine years in a Russian prison because, if I'm not mistaken, Charlie, she had a vape cigarette with CBD or, you know, basically marijuana that was in this particular device. And something there was something else, some other con- contraband, which is illegal in Russia. And I believe as she was going through the airport, they found that and they prosecuted her. And they found her guilty. And unless we trade her for some drug-running thug, which is what the White House has been talking about doing, she'll be there for, I guess, nine years. I doubt she spends nine years there. I'm guessing that, that our White House will do something to figure out how to swap her with somebody and get her back. Um, I... Don't have any personal feelings on this one way or the other, other than all I know is that she is somebody that prior to this point didn't like America a whole lot. She was one of those anti-America, let's take a knee, let's do this, let's do that. Woe is me, America sucks. I'm wondering what she thinks now. Is the old homeland all that bad? Or is her new 6x6 homeland in Russia better? Hmm. Hmm. All lives matter, right? That's how I see it. But of course, she would have been one of those to say, no, only black lives matter. I'm wondering what she's thinking now. The news report that I did read today about her court hearing, sentencing, and then as she was leaving, she was... Very distraught, crying beside herself. I'm guessing in her mind she's thinking a lot of things now. There's probably a lot of soul-searching going on in that uh, young lady's head. And do I agree with a nine-year sentence for what is going on there? No. I'm not saying that, folks. The Russians are thugs, period. On the same token... You knew what was expected when you entered into that country. I I don't know about the rest of you that have traveled into any other country, but as you go to another country, it's not here. And they go through your stuff. And if they find stuff they don't like, yeah, you you could be in big trouble. I've been in situations like that, not for taking things illegal as in drugs, but I've been on mission trips and gone places and done things where you smuggled things in, i.e. Jesus film equipment that is not supposed to be going into said country, but somehow we got it all through. So I, I, and you know what? I knew the risk I was getting into. I knew what I was doing going through customs. Chose to do it anyways. Fortunately, Lord willing, you know, I came home. This is different for her. And again, you have to ask yourself the question. You have to ask her, how's America looking now? I'm guessing she's taking a completely different outlook on it now than she might have been even just a few weeks ago. Again, I don't know. I don't know her personally. Don't know any of the family personally, so I don't know exactly how that is. Uh, again, I you know, I don't think that this is the right sentence by any stretch of the imagination. So I'm not saying that. 
But isn't it ironic that someone that hates America so much now finds themselves in a Russian prison doing nine years? That, that's a, I'm going to just leave it at that. I really don't have anything else to say beyond that. Um, and I'm not passing judgment, not, not, by, not by a long shot, folks. I, I definitely am not passing judgment. Our next guest that will be joining us here in a few minutes, by the way, Joel Griffith is uh, from Heritage. And we are going to talk about some more economic things. I normally do that on Thursday night. Scott Garlis joined us yesterday, so we had that a little bit early. But usually talk about some economic things in this last half hour on Thursday nights as we kind of head into the Friday and the weekend and so on, just kind of get an update of where we're at for the week and so on. And I did read this today. I think I mentioned this earlier in the last hour. Uh, inflation, if you think it's bad in the rest of the country, believe it or not, Colorado has an higher inflation rate than other parts of the country have by about five points. So if you're feeling like we have more inflation here than is in other parts of the country, you might have some relatives and folks that you know, or you maybe traveled other places where it doesn't seem quite as bad. Well, that's because it isn't. We have a higher inflation rate here right now than we have in other parts of the country. So again, how's this all going to work out? We'll talk to Joel here in just a minute and uh, get his thoughts on things. Extreme Auto Repairs coming up next. And again, folks, they want to take care of you, your vehicle. And again, I know I say this a lot, but I mean it. They can work on any vehicle. Some shops can only do certain types of vehicles. For example, they won't work on a diesel truck. Extreme will. They won't do alignments. Extreme will. They don't do tires. Extreme does. They won't work on your air conditioning. Extreme can. Get where I'm going? They can do it all. Just call them with any problem you've got, and they'll take care of the rest. KLZradio.com, 303-841-1071. Go with your gut. You know when an estimate from a mechanic doesn't feel right. Maybe they're telling you to fix a bunch of stuff you didn't even know was broken. Maybe their prices seem surprisingly high. The team at Extreme Auto Repair in Parker will give you a second opinion for free so you know what's reasonable and what's not. They can typically beat the prices of their competitors, but they won't hold it against you if you decide to go back to the first guy. Either way, you have the peace of mind. The team at Extreme Auto Repair wants to keep you safe and help your vehicle last longer, but they never want to pressure you into repairs that you don't really need. So with every estimate, the team at Extreme Auto Repair will give you a priority list, showing you all of your recommended maintenance items in order, from most to least important. That way, you decide what you want to take care of now and what can wait until later. Free second opinions at klzradio.com slash extreme. Promises kept. Absolute electrical heating and air, folks. $300 off their quiet, cool system, which, you know, on a day like today where we're, you know, basically 100 degrees out right now, 99, uh, their system will keep your house cooler, especially with these cooler nights we've had in the evenings. And it will get more that way as we get later into the month, and you'll save money. That's how it works. And it'll keep your house more regulated all year long, even in the winter months. 720-526-0231. It pays off to be cool when you make an investment with a quiet, cool fan system. You keep the heat away and get your money back in energy savings. You get a return on your energy efficiency when you get a quiet cool system installed by Absolute Electrical Heating and Air that pays for itself with how much money you can save. Quiet cool systems save you between 50 and 90% on your air conditioning costs. The motor inside works efficiently to pull hot, stuffy air out of the house and replace it with clean, fresh air. According to the U.S. Department of Energy, whole house fans, including your new quiet cool, are the most energy efficient way to cool your home. 
With the energy savings from your quiet, cool installation done by the experts at Absolute, you'll be paying yourself back for years to come. Invest in energy efficiency now. Call today at 720-526-0231. Mention KLZ and you'll get a $300 rebate when your install is completed. Again, that's 720-526-0231. For quality and service beyond compare, call Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. Hey, High Five Plumbing, which a lot of folks don't think about it, but they will, especially if we get a little bit later in the month. They'll service your Swamp Cooler. They've got a bio-clean system that does a great job of cleaning that to where you don't have mold and mildew blowing back into your home, and they've got the ability to handle that. So that's High Five Plumbing. All your other plumbing needs as well, 877-WE-HIGH-FIVE or klzradio.com. You thought having a kitchen next to your garden was a fantasy. That was until you had help installing it from the experts at High Five Plumbing. They took care of your outdoor kitchen sinks and an irrigation system for your garden. You even added a new fountain so your backyard looks and feels picture perfect. All thanks to the behind-the-scenes work from the High Five Techs. You thought about trying to do the install, but you're inexperienced. And with the amount you already invested in the project, it would be a risky and unnecessary hassle. Besides, with expert plumbers who attend trainings weekly, you feel confident knowing you will be treated right and the work will be done correctly. The last step to finish your new outdoor oasis is only a call away with outdoor plumbing services from High Five. Don't miss out on the waived dispatch fee for KLZ listeners only. Call 877-934-4445 or 877-WE-HIGH-FIVE. High Five Plumbing, where every call ends with a high five. John Rusher, host of Drive Radio and Fix-It Radio, this Saturday will be on location at the Rocky Mountain Regional Airport. And that's 11905 Corporate Way in Broomfield. This is a great car show with airplanes mixed in. Admission for adults is $5. And if you want to show your car, it's just $10. All proceeds benefit the Collector Car Club of Colorado. Come by and say hi and get some free Drive Radio giveaways. That's Fix-It Radio and Drive Radio this Saturday from 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. right here on KLZ 560. Now, back to Rush to Reason. Brought to you by Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. All right, Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. As you heard that uh, ad a moment ago, yeah, don't forget to join us out at the air show slash car show this Saturday at the Rocky Mountain Regional Airport, the old Jeffco Airport, for those of you that have lived up north for any length of time at all. We'll have a blast. We'll be there. I'm not sure exactly where I'll be yet, but I'll announce it that morning once we get set up and get going. But come on out. Say hi. It'll be a lot of fun, and we look forward to seeing you. Joel Griffith joining us now from Heritage. Joel, how are you? Doing well, thanks. I appreciate you joining us. Uh, And as I said earlier, I normally have a a guest on on Thursdays where we talk, you know, the markets and the things that are going on with the Fed and so on. So you're a great substitute because you know this world very well as well. And uh, this whole Build Back Better uh, bill uh, that's trying to make its way through the Senate right now. um, I I said this from the get go, and I think you and I agree wholeheartedly because I read your article. This isn't going to help inflation. It's actually going to stimulate more inflation. No, exactly right. The, uh, the, of course, the, the bill's name is absolutely absurd, the Inflation Reduction Act. It's the dumbest but thing ever, the, by the way. Well, yeah, even the Wharton School of Business has scored this and they look at it and said, look, this is actually going to have a, 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 a positive 
impact on inflation, meaning it's going to cause inflation to increase That's right. over the next one to two years. And, and guess what else? The, the, uh, the, the bill's proponents would claim this is only going to raise taxes on those that are the wealthy. Well, not nonpartisan economists have scored this and have looked at it, and it turns out that lower and middle-income families are also going to see tax hikes as a result. Well, and Joel, you know this as well as I. I'm, I'm a firm believer, and I've been preaching this now on my show for quite some time. First of all, it will result in higher taxes, per se, to everyone out there, no matter what your bracket is, because if they do what they're talking about on the corporate end of things, I've said this for I don't know how many years, I'll keep saying it, I'll go to the grave saying this, corporations don't pay taxes. Their customers pay those taxes. So if you go to a, a corporation and you raise their taxes any way, shape, or form, or fees, or regulation, or anything else that happens to be, ultimately, that's passed down to you and I, the end customer. So in a way, it may not be a bill we send, you know, a check we send to the IRS or a deduction, but at the end of the day, we're still paying more taxes. No, that, that's right. These costs, we know, are borne by consumers, employees, and shareholders. And if you've got a retirement account, well, guess what? You're invested in these companies. If you're working, well, guess what? You're likely employed by a company that is going to pay these higher taxes. Um, now, politicians will try to get away from this because they know well, if it's not showing up in a line item on your tax right. return, you might not right. realize that's right. Tax. You're going to pay for it unless. And something else to keep in mind with this: there's a big chunk of the Green New Deal in this proposal. That's right. The proposal brags about decarbonizing us. Reducing carbon emissions. Well, you reduce carbon emissions by forcing us to use more expensive forms of energy. And in fact, there's nearly $400 billion in this package that would go to this so-called decarbonization, which means higher electricity costs, not just for the wealthy, but for the middle class as well. No, I, I've always said that, first of all, we know there's no such thing as green energy. There's alternative, inefficient, expensive energy, but there is no such thing as green energy. Well, exactly. And when when this uh, bill would subsidize these inefficient forms of so-called renewable fuels, well, that actually nudges out the affordable, abundant fossil fuels right. that we have with coal and with uh, natural gas. That for a while meant that we were paying some of the cheapest electricity costs in the world. Well, this administration has declared war on that. And this bill, and the irony of this is that Senator Joe Manchin in West Virginia is supporting this bill that would actually harm coal producers, and then, of course, that would also harm all of us that benefit from that coal and that natural gas. I talked about this earlier um, in the hour as well, Joel, and the one thing that uh, really is starting to concern me is, not that I haven't been concerned anyways, but really concerned now because, again, I, number one, this type of a bill or this bill is not going to do anything to reduce inflation. In fact, it's going to do nothing but stimulate it. On top of that... We're going to have increased inflation because of our job market, which, again, isn't getting any better. In fact, some of the, uh, you know, some of the mandated vaccines and what's happened in that end of things and the amount of people that we're now losing in the workforce due to some of those, those decisions that were made, the reality is all of these things we're talking about is increasing pressure on inflation. And then we've got the Feds raising interest rates, thinking that they're going to somehow affect it and make them all, you know, make inflation come down. And I don't know that I've ever seen in my lifetime a time where I I feel like the Fed is absolutely clueless. They're shooting darts right now. They have no idea what to do.
do to get this economy under control. They missed their opportunity, I think, a couple of years ago. And since they missed it, they are literally reeling back in with no idea on how to handle it. And the reality is what they're doing right now is not helping. Well, we have to remember what the root cause of this problem was. And this goes back about two years ago when actually, when Republicans and Democrats uh, shut down the country. Now, it was mainly Democrats. That's right. Republicans joined in. That's right. We had our economy shut down. And remember, what did Congress do? Republicans and Democrats in Congress went in and passed nearly $6 trillion of spending supposedly to help us combat the COVID economic shutdown. Well, we should have never shut down, number one. That's right. But then second of all, to taper over this with massive spending was a gross mistake. And that brings us to the Fed. It was the Federal Reserve that printed the money to buy the government bonds that allowed Congress right. to make it appear as if we could get away with shutting down the economy and have no real pain. Well, when you print that much money, eventually you're going to create problems. And really, the Fed's in a, in a pickle here. Uh, yeah, I mean, they helped create right. the problem, right? Yeah, no, no, things are finally coming to roost. It takes a little bit of time, as we know. And yeah, we're we're having to finally pay the piper. That's what's happening right now. And the reality is, again, the Fed's... Given the fact that they were at the root cause of this in the first place, and, and again, the, I know these are very intelligent individuals. They've got you know masters and PhDs and so on. But at the end of the day, uh, I hate to say this, Joel. I think you and I could figure out how to fix this better than they can. Well, I, a lot of us were, were actually saying, "Look, you can't sit down the economy. You can't spend massively. Nope. And by all means, you cannot print this kind of money. Nope. And at this point, this is where it gets tricky." The Fed has printed, you look at their balance sheet, they call it the balance sheet, they've got about $9 trillion in the balance sheet. It's basically money that they've printed. If they allow that money to get lent out, it multiplies, right? You take a loan out, you put it on deposit mm-hmm. in the bank, the big one's got the money. Every dollar can turn into $10 new dollars. They have to find a way to rein that in. If they don't, you end up with even higher inflation. That's, right. and that's why they're paying banks higher interest rates to keep the money on hand at the central bank. Because they know if the bank lend out that cash, we are going to be even even worse hurt. There's no either way out of it. We either raise the rate to stop all this money from multiplying, or they allow it to happen, and we deal with higher inflation, which is going to wipe out even more wealth. Yeah, and my feeling is, Joel, both is going to happen. They're going to raise rates to do exactly what you're talking about. The problem is it's not going to be enough. We're still going to have inflation because of the tight job market that we have, because we've screwed that one up because of, as you said earlier, the shutdowns, the stimulus, the money that we've given, which, by the way, I think shifted people's patterns. There are some people where, you know, there are some families, and I know some of these families, where they had two people working prior, not saying right, wrong, or otherwise. I'm just giving you the facts. Two people were working. They figured out, though, through COVID, that wait a minute we could adjust our lifestyle we can homeschool we can do some different things and the reality is both of us don't have to work and guess what if there's even five million of those people out there that did something along those lines there's that many less people in the workforce and we wonder why we're 11 million people short right now i just gave you half of them yeah Yeah, you're right we have about 11 million job openings now which is about two job openings for every person who is unemployed but the crazy thing is, even though unemployment rate looks very low, as you mentioned, we have well over a million people that have disappeared in the labor force. If we would actually have the same percentage of working as people working today as we had working two and a half years ago, we would have millions more people on the job right now. That's right. And this is a big part of the reason why, and it's not just the inflation that's the problem, but if you go to a bar or a restaurant, you yep. go to a movie theater, go to a shopping center, your service 
has likely plunged. I know I've noticed it has. Probably no, it has, too. Joe. You're spot on. It has. Yeah. You, 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 you just you bring your patience pills because you're going to need them. <laughs> That's right. Yep. Yeah. And you're right. They caused the problem. They disincentivized work first by paying most people more not to work than to work, and then by giving everybody free cash, and a lot of people stockpiled that. And now that you have inflation rising far faster than wages, even people that would like to go back to work are finding that, gee, it's really expensive to get to work. It's yep. not really covering our costs. And a lot of people are realizing they can earn more on off the job by taking government benefits still yep. than they yep. can by actually showing up on the job. You're correct. Everybody listening, heritage.org is a place to go. Uh, um, again, my guest is Joel Griffith, and uh, you can find Joel by just again just go to just go to the website. He's right there. You can't miss him if you there's a search engine on all the heritage on heritage's site. I should say you can find him there. Joel, it's a joy. I, I know it was last minute getting you on. I do appreciate it. You're a great fill-in for what I normally do here. So thank you very much, sir. Thanks for having me. Have a good night. I appreciate it very much. Bob and Thornton, you're next. Thanks for calling back. What's going on? Oh, hi, John. Hey. I'll change subjects for a minute. No, you're fine. Go right ahead. Yeah, uh, yeah. A, a blanket 15% uh, corporate tax is not going to be good because nope. that's a fixed cost. But uh, when you say, uh, well, we'll just uh, companies will just pass that on, you know, sometimes they can't. And uh, if they try and pass it on, they have the rest of the world in competition with them. And, um, you know, fixed costs will, will kill you if you can't pass them on. Where, what happened to Bethlehem Steel, Pan Am? No, that's true, too. Uh, no, you, you bring up a great point. So you, you're right, Bob. Either they either they pass them on and we all pay them, and if they can't get by with that, then they're gone. And then we have even higher inflation because what happens, as you know, is when there's less competition, there's less people in that particular market, the other people can then capitalize on that, and they raise prices. And at the end of the day, we still pay a higher price. Uh, Ireland found that out about 25 years ago. They lowered all their uh, corporate uh, tax rates and capital gains to 8%, and all of a sudden they thrived in an economy that was really in the toilet forever and ever. Yeah, it's, 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 it's funny how that works, isn't it, Bob? I mean, the problem is the other side, well, this is my opinion, the other side knows that. They understand that. They could quote the same thing you just said. They won't because they know that works, and they don't want it working in this country. They want to cripple and destroy this country so they can be in charge. Well, there's a there's that bell curve, you know. Uh, if you uh, collect taxes at zero percent, you'll collect no taxes. If you collect taxes at one hundred percent, you'll collect no taxes. There's somewhere in the in the middle, but when it gets to the point where you can't pass those on and stay stay around, you're gone. Yeah. Okay, can I go back to my uh, thing about uh, uh, you and I both have that? Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, go right ahead. Oh, yeah, no, that's fine. Go ahead. We're fine. Got plenty of time. Last we had the uh, gas guzzler tax. Well, now there's, you know, when the first EVs started coming out, the hybrids not so much because they buy fuel, but the um, the total EVs and stuff like that, they're they're getting away with using the roads uh, for free. Uh, yeah, in Colorado, if I and somebody double check me on this, but I think on my registration, Bob. And it's still, to your point, it's still that way. I pay an extra $25 a year for that road tax as an EV owner, but that doesn't cover, you know, that doesn't cover squat. A year? A year. Well, John, you know that. No, it's, it's, it's laughable, Bob. It's laughable. Yes. Yes. So, uh, so and then I've heard of this, uh, well, well, we'll put a meter on everybody's car in the United States to... To record their miles. <laughs> Do you have any idea what that would cost on all the junkers that are driving around? That's ridiculous. It's absurd. 
Uh, it just needs to be uh, on your license plates and your uh, uh, registration and some kind of a tax up front. Uh, either that or just get rid of the road tax on the federal. And state oh, sorry. And you know what? Sorry. I, Bob, hang on. I got to back up. I was wrong. It's 50. 50? 50. I pay oh, 50 okay. a well, year. I, well, I'm, a, I'm an Uber driver. I think I pay a little bit more than 50 bucks in road tax. Well, yeah. I mean, the way you have to look at that, and for all of you listening, this is pretty easy to figure out. So in in your case, Bob, how, you know, let's just say it's on average 15,000 miles a year. And the average person, I don't know, let's say you, it's a high, high, you know, say it's a vehicle that's fairly, you know, tax, you, you know, or, or sorry, very, very fuel efficient so that you're not paying as much. That's if you do 30 miles to the gallon. So you do 15,000 miles at 30 miles to the gallon means they're using 500 gallons of fuel in a year and the road tax in colorado is what about 42 cents well federal and state yeah so it's 210 dollars for that person yeah far cry from 50 yeah i my mine is uh you know my total fuel cost is uh all uh deductible as a matter of fact john i'm going to tell you what there's only one reason that i even continue to do an uber driving after six years and that's only only because the tax advantage it's sort of like having rental real estate on a lower level you know a smaller mm-hmm. level otherwise it's not worth messing with don't oh you wear out cars you know everything's going up but it's it's the tax advantage and so anyway uh you know the the evs they're they're getting away with they're getting away with paying, you know, less road tax. Oh, but, uh, probably, as I just did the math a moment ago, about a third. Yeah. So, and anyway. in some cases, maybe even a fourth, Bob, depending upon the amount of miles you drive. Yeah. All right, thanks, John. No, Bob, appreciate it very much. You bring up a great point, and there it is. So, yeah, I pay, as an EV owner uh, in the state of Colorado, $50. That's an EV fee. Um, I'm guessing that goes to... I don't know, they call it a plug-in electric vehicle fee. Is that money going back into road tax in Colorado? Um, honestly, folks, honestly, I don't know. I I will have to do some investigative work on that to find out if that 50 bucks, in fact, does go back into the highway fund. My gut feeling is it doesn't. That'd be my gut feeling. Here in Colorado, I'll bet you that it does not. Um, yeah, in fact, I just had the answer. I just I did enough looking as I was talking. The fee is collected annually on plug-in electric vehicles. This is the state of Colorado. $30 of that fee is credited to the Highway Users Tax Fund. $20 is credited to the Electric Vehicle Grant Fund in Colorado. So, Bob... I am paying 20 bucks to the Electric Vehicle Grant Fund, and I'm paying $30 of that 50 to the Highway Users Tax Fund. Not sustainable, folks. Not sustainable. Back to what Bob said a moment ago. Flesh and Beck is up next. Kevin Flesh. By the way, I had a great, great testimonial from somebody that called in earlier. There's somebody that e- emailed me earlier today on Kevin Flesh that was an attorney that even said, hey, I use Kevin for the things that I don't practice in, and he is one of the best attorneys out there, period, and I am one. That should tell you a lot. 303-806-8886. It's Flesh Law Firm, F-L-E-S-C-H, fleshlawfirm.com. Get relief from Flesh and Beck. You just got in an accident, so you call the police. You make sure you get a thorough record of the scene. 
Then after the initial adrenaline wears off, your mind starts to swirl with all the things you need to do. Insurance claims, car repairs, doctor visits, medical bills, on top of the physical pain you're in. Flesh and Beck will give you relief from the financial stress so that you can focus on healing. Call Flesh and Beck immediately after your accident for a free consultation. Then you can rest while they talk to your insurance company. Personal injury attorney Kevin Flesh will relieve your burden of financial worries. All you need to do is call him right now. 303-806-8886. Call Kevin Flesh immediately after your accident and get relief from the financial stress of an injury. Flesh and Beck Law. They get results. Denver IT Security, make sure that you are secure, your network is secure, your people act securely, and all of that can be checked by John Kanata at Denver IT Security. Find him at denveritsecurity.com slash KLZ or go to klzradio.com. Keeping your company's email system safe from hackers requires constant vigilance, meaning your staff needs to be kept aware of the signs of this threat. The team at Denver IT Security will customize a program helping to prevent mistakes that could lead to costly email infiltrations. Business email compromise or email hijacking is a growing problem. Hackers log into your email system, read through past conversations, then start a conversation with one of your contacts, pretending to be you. They may send an invoice to be paid through a wire transfer or ask for sensitive information to be provided. By changing some settings in your email software, they keep these conversations hidden so you won't even know it's happening. Some will even change the phone number in your signature, hoping the victims call them, thinking they're calling you. To learn more about this growing threat, schedule a free consultation now at denveritsecurity.com klz. Now is the time to stand up for life. Now is the time to stand up for women facing unplanned pregnancies. Now is the time to support pro-life ministry Save the Storks. Your monthly gift will help us put more medical units, called stork buses, on the road, giving women the choice to choose life for their babies. Visit SaveTheStorks.com now and sign up to support our ministry with a gift of $35 a month. Please don't wait. Go to SaveTheStorks.com now. As independent brokers, GIA Insurance can help you shop the market so that you get the right coverage at the right price. Whether it is your home, auto, classic car, or liability insurance, GIA has got you covered. Call 303-423-0162, extension 100, or go online to e-gia.com. It's time to leave your safe space. This is Rush to Reason on KLZ 560. All right, welcome back. One of you texted in, too, and said, rather than getting um, our basketball star out of Russia, we should first and foremost get our Marine, who has been accused of espionage, out of Russia. Yes, I would agree with that wholeheartedly. Thank you, by the way, for the reminder of that. That is exactly what we should be doing, and... If uh, Griner has to stay there for a while, that was her choice. It's a lot different than that Marine, as far as I'm concerned. A lot different. All right, in other news. This one, I don't know, I wasn't going to talk about it, but then I decided I might as well talk about it because I do think it affects a lot of people that are out there. And maybe effect isn't the right word, but a, a reminder. Maybe that's the best way for me to say it, reminder. Alex Jones. All of you pretty much know who Alex is. If you don't, he's the... He is the InfoWars guy, which you'll see, you know, different bumper stickers even running around town. And, and Alex, 
you know, even a blind squirrel finds a nut occasionally. So, yeah, Alex has found some things through the years and it's kind of where he got his notoriety from. But Alex also is, in my opinion, uh, he's a conspiracy theorist to the max. He is. If you, and I've said that for years. I've, I've made, made fun of the guy before. And I know a lot of folks follow him. That's great. I don't. I think Alex works off of hype more than facts. And it got him in trouble. When you run around claiming that Sandy Hook never happened, and in a way making fun of the parents of the students that were killed there, it's not going to go well for you. And whether you believe it happened or not, honestly, I'm not getting into that. But when you publicly run around and say that it didn't, and you end up in court, and there's pretty much, not pretty much, there's proof that it did happen, and you've defamed people and made their lives miserable to the point where there were people attacking and going after some of these parents because Alex, you know, gins the, you know, gins the, the public up to the point or his listeners and viewers up to the point where they're, you know, re, you know basically attacking and, and phone calling and doing all sorts of things against those individuals. Yeah, you're, you're, you're going to have problems. It's also why on this show... And, and Charlie, you know, helps keep us in check a lot. But, you know, I'll, I'll do that on my own as well. We don't talk about things here that I don't know full well what's going on. Now, we through COVID probably went down a path that at times some folks wondered, am I crazy or not? But I could look at the data and pretty much know what was going on in COVID from the get-go. We talked about that during the 3 o'clock hour. And I don't feel like I was overstepping my bounds on COVID at all. And I didn't. As it turns out, we were spot on. We did not say one thing out of line in regards to COVID at all and haven't, including the vaccines. But with Alex, you know, he he stretches the bounds and he did stretch them and he overstretched them. And he's probably going to be broke when it's all said and done now because of stretching those. And I know there's times where I think some of you out there would like me to talk about some things that I don't talk about because you feel like it's something of importance that everybody should know about. If I don't feel comfortable with it and or can prove what you want me to talk about, I'm not. I'm not. And it's partially why, I'll just say it straight up, it's partially why I haven't gone down the Tina Peters path. I can't prove it, folks. I know a lot of you think that it can be, but it hasn't yet. It hasn't been proven yet. And until it is, I'm not talking about it because I don't, I'm not going to be that guy. I want to be the rational talk show host that you guys can go to for real solid information that's true, not hype and conspiracy. I don't go down those paths on purpose. I don't want to be Alex Jones. Now, throughout the years, I think Alex made a boatload of money off of those things. But it's crashing down as we speak, literally crashing down as we speak. And I also don't want to be somebody that can be accused of ruining other people's lives over what I said. Now, I'll call things out that need called out. I have no problem doing that. You guys know me. If it's true and I can prove it and I can call it out, I will. No issues doing that whatsoever. But I'm not going to get on any kind of a conspiracy bandwagon ever, ever. And we've had some of those. And I'm going to go back to the meme on EVs. Be careful 
who you sign on with. I mean that sincerely, folks. Make sure whatever you're signing on to, a meme, a poster, a group, an organization, a saying, a whatever, make sure that it's provable and that you're not just jumping on because the emotions make it think that way or make it seem that way. Do not let things become emotionally charged where you just jump on without knowing full well what's really happening. Because when you do, you're going to find yourself in trouble and you're going to have egg on your face when it's all said and done, much like Alex has today. Because he's he was, he was charged guilty. And it ain't over yet. There's a lot more families suing him besides the one that already did. His troubles have only just begun, I'm afraid. I'm not going to be that guy, folks. Don't ever ask me to be, which some of you have. I'm not going to be that guy. Golden Eagle Financial is next. Al Smith would love to help you with all of your financial planning needs. Al's a great guy. He's a financial advisor, and he will advise you on what to do moving down the road and keep doing that for you, by the way. KLZradio.com, 303-744-1128. A trustworthy advisor who is well-equipped to manage your assets before and after your retirement is essential in ensuring the longevity of your nest egg. Al Smith with Golden Eagle Financial has a fiduciary duty to act in your best interests, so he cannot allow his own motives to interfere with the satisfactory fulfillment of that duty. Al knows the stress of planning for retirement and the worry that comes along with the proper allocation of your wealth. Giving you affirmation is one of his top priorities when working with something as valuable as assets that in most cases took a lifetime to accumulate. So when you place a portion of your assets under management with Al Smith, You'll know your money is positioned well. Al Smith makes you feel safeguarded from potential situations that could affect your financial health regardless of your retirement status. Make an appointment with Al Smith now. Visit klzradio.com slash money or call Al Smith at 303-744-1128. That's 303-744-1128. Stay up to date with Rush to Reason after the show on Twitter at Rush to Reason. All right, folks, that's it for today. If you missed any of that first hour with myself and Steve House, Dr. Kelly could not join us today. She was traveling and could not be on the phone at that particular time. We will do our best to have her back with us next week. But if you missed any of that first hour, please listen to it next. Otherwise, I'll see you tomorrow. And we have got movie reviews, two of them, by the way. Andy will be doing those. The first movie is going to be Bullet Train. And then we are going to do, I don't know what order, by the way, but we'll do Bullet Train, Fire of Love, and then Nature Danger for 4 o'clock movie rentals, movies where man must battle nature. Have a great night. We'll see you tomorrow. This is Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560.